What's up, Cuzzies? Welcome to the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. For today's episode, we're pulling into the next stop of the Great Cuzzies Road Trip. The Great Cuzzies Road Trip is an informational road trip highlighting every amusement park in America, as well as roadside attractions and places to eat along the way. Today's stop brings us to the lesser half of Missouri, where Coaster Bro and I hunt for credits, grub, and glory. St. Louis is the worst, man. I can't wait to highlight it. It's going to be great. How you I, uh, that'll, that'll probably be as mean as I'd be, because I think Cassie listens to these, so this is her city, so I'm going to have to be nice. Yes. Hey, welcome, <laughs> everybody. Welcome, everybody, to, um, it's not Coffee with Coaster Bro, it's the Great Cuzzy Road Trip, Maybe. highlighting all the parks. Just came from, where did we come from? Holiday World? Probably so. Uh, yeah, I can't remember if we went to Holiday World or Kentucky Kingdom first. No, that was a, that was a both in one show. So if you hadn't listened to that, that was a good one. We enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we get to highlight St. Louis. Um, when I was drawing the map for this, this was kind of the biggest stretch of like, oh, I don't really know what to do from here because I, I, by design, immediately didn't go to St. Louis because I tried to avoid it at all costs. And then I went up to Iowa and around St. Louis, and now we're kind of back to highlight St. Louis. So that was a couple years ago, <laughs> and uh, I put it off as far as we could. But um, there's some sarcasm in my voice. Um, and, and Jeff, I think you've already hinted at it today that St. Louis, man, if you're from Kansas City, you have to talk crap on St. Louis and vice versa. Right. It's just the rules. There's a... There's like a, a natural rivalry, and honestly, I don't get it, but it is what it is. To me, I think uh, it started in 1985 when the Royals and Cardinals were in the World Series, and I feel like there well, was who some... Who won uh, that again? Well, honestly, the Cardinals should have because there was a blown call at first, but <laughs> the Royals did win on technicalities. Hey, it's a seven-game series, so... Yeah, I'm just saying... I went. I went back and watched all the games, like, because uh, my dad recorded them. And there's a point where it's like, oh fuck, no. Like, there's a play where it's like he was, I don't know if he was supposed to be out and he was safe or he was supposed to be safe and he was out. But it's the reason that the Royals even got a chance. And it was like, nope, that, that should have been like the Cardinals should have fucking swept them. Hey, but hey, it uh, kicked off thirty years of darkness for the Royals before they even returned to. <laughs> being at the show in the first place and now we're back in our 30 years of darkness yeah and honestly i am more comfortable in that darkness my royals yeah. should suck i i hated when they were world series champions everyone showed up and they pretended to be fans and you know they were like we're the best fans in the major leagues look, look how many of us showed up to this to this uh parade but the, in all honesty are they playing right now i don't know i don't know if anybody in the city knows I don't. And now they want to move the stadium downtown, which I think is just... Yeah. I don't think any Kansas City there. likes that. But anyway, this is a St. Louis show, I guess, so we should probably... Look, even in the St. Louis show, we're starting to talk about Kansas City instead. But yeah. um, it, it is a good show we got here today. Uh, I did reach out to some St. Louis friends. Um, so Bailey and Sydney, if you are for some reason listening to this, I appreciate that you gave us um, some great attractions as well as the, um, places to eat in the city. And yeah. I think a couple of these I've tried. I know you've 
You've like been in St. Louis for the past couple days. Yeah, I, I, I spend a fair amount of time there the last few years. Uh, so uh, first off, I appreciate you too as well if you are listening uh, for, for your list because there's a lot I'd never heard of or tried. Um, but there were some things on there that I have had before. So you'll probably hear about some of those today as well. Nice. Yeah. Have you, um, have you got to experiment with, I mean, the stuff that you're talking today, is there going to be a mix of stuff you haven't tried and place you've been? Uh, I've done all the attractions. Nice. And I've eaten all but one of the places I will talk about. Wow. So this is a, this is an actual experience. Like I can talk about these and not just sound passively like I somewhat have an idea of what I'm talking about. This time (laughs) I can actually offer insights. That's that's awesome. So, I mean, it's as the show was designed to be, but I mean, how are you supposed to visit all these cities? You know, win win the lottery. Yeah, that's how you do it. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into St. Louis, a city three and a half hours away, a city known for some stuff that Jeff's going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. We'll kick off with the uh, the food first. Uh, I'm going to lead off the list with the like if you're passing through St. Louis, you're not stopping and have to just eat at one place. This is the place. It's Mom's Deli. Ooh. Mom's is my second favorite sandwich place anywhere, and I've never had a bad thing on the menu. I've, I've tried a few things they've had. If you've never had it, I would also recommend asking for your sandwich to have Provel cheese, which is also, I don't know if it was created in St. Louis, but it's very much uh, prevalent in their restaurants. It's definitely not here unless you go to Emo's. Uh but some of the sandwiches have that by default already. And for those of you who do not know what Provel is, if I had to describe it, it's like a mix of mozzarella and American cheese. Kind of a saltier, creamier version of mozzarella, if that makes sense. Uh, but it is put, very good. They love to put it on... Uh, I think they put it on too much stuff, like their pizza. But um... it, I do know it's polarizing. Uh, I like it on pizza. I like it on anything I've had it on. Oh. Uh, if you could put cheese on it, I think Provel is an option, but I also recognize it's one of those polarizing things where it's not for everybody. What's the go-to sandwich at uh, Mom's Deli? Uh, the Mom Special. Makes sense. Which is, oh, I had it pulled up one moment. The Mom, they have, uh, they also have a like a house sauce, which I'm pretty sure is just like mayo and mustard combined. Ooh. And then they just put it on their sandwich. But it's good. Um, their buffalo chicken's also all right. That's probably the one I get second most frequently. But I got to be in the mood for it because it makes me rip major ass. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> so, you got to rip ass, man. Yeah. Um, but they've been... Uh, it's it's absolutely worth the stop. And I should note uh, for anybody that might try to stop by there, it's like in the middle of a neighborhood and it is carry out only. Uh, it's kind of like walking into a tiny convenience store. You walk up to the counter and give them your order and they'll have it to you. And it's pretty reasonably priced as well. Um, and they've been, they've been slinging since 1977. So it's, it's been around a while, but it just, it looks like a house with some picnic tables out front. So yeah, but it is very, very much worth 
the stop. Sometimes that's where the best food comes from. The holes in the wall, and that's I am a firm believer in that. I I am not afraid if a place doesn't look the greatest, because mm. that usually means the food's about to be something great. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, Mom's Deli. Um, and if you are just passing through, it's convenient that it's carry out only because they're gonna wrap your sandwich up and send you on your way. Um, Pat they you have on the both ass. hot and cold options, but yeah, <laughs> definitely recommend. Um, now, if you do, if you are on the road and eating it, I do recommend like pulling off to a parking lot and stuff because uh, they're pretty uh, liberal with their sauce, uh, so it can get uh, a little sloppy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's uh, Mom's Deli, so we'll move on. <laughs> uh, the next stop in St. Louis, uh, another highly recommend, uh, is Sauce on the Side. Mm. Uh, there's a few locations in the area. Um, they specialize in calzones. So for any Parks and Rec fans, I support Ben Wyatt and his love for calzones. They've got some good ones. Uh, they've been featured on Food Network, uh, and a rarity, their quality has not suffered as a result. You see a lot when a, mm. a, a, a place gets onto Food Network and then they get uh, they, they don't uh, match the energy to the growth and right. uh, the food suffers. But this place is not one of those places. They've got some pretty wild calzones on their menu. Um, they've got one that's loaded up with mac and cheese. What? Uh, lots of others. Um, let me let me find that one. Uh, cock a doodle noodle. This is not what you're talking about. But no, I've seen on Travel Channel's Food Paradise. Yeah. Oh, Travel Channel, not Food Network. My apologies. But it's got mac and cheese, roasted chicken, pancetta, which is fancy bacon. Uh, Provel, mozzarella, green onion, garlic oil. And all of them, uh, if you'll notice, if you're looking at the menu, uh, have uh, an item listed in a different color from the rest. That's the dipping sauce it comes with. So all of these come with a unique dipping sauce, but you can also order a custom if you would prefer something else. I highly recommend either the Duke, the which is basically barbecue chicken, bacon, corn, cheese, and it's delicious. Ooh. Or the Meet Me in St. Louis, which is the, and that's meat, M-E-A-T, uh, nice. which is just basically your, your probably your more traditional uh, calzone that'll be loaded up with Italian meats, Provel cheese, a mascarpone ricotta blend, which is super, super good. Chef's kiss. Very, very, you can meet very, me very good. St. Louis. But there is, uh, there's lots of other stuff on there for lots of different tastes. Um, Obviously, there. I don't know that they have uh, gluten-free crust yet. Not that I've seen anyway. Uh, I don't so think you go to a calzone place as a gluten person and are hopeful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apologies to our producer. Uh, <laughs> I, I bet they do uh, crustless um, calzones for you. Just heat some shit up in a pan and right. Or <laughs> if you're gonna do it, I don't. You could probably find a way to make like a cloud bread calzone. That's the one that's just made out of eggs, egg whites, isn't it? Uh, maybe. Oh, they got they got like salads though that are decent. Yeah. So you know, but it's salad. Yeah. I mean, I love I love salad, but it's not coming from not salad's number one fan over here. Right. <laughs> that was our our inside joke as teenagers, and it's endured freaking fifteen years later. And what's funny is we all love salads now. So yeah. Um, 
you actually I was ahead of, a man ahead of my time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up on the list is the one place I've not been to. Uh, it's called Joey B's on the Hill. The Hill is uh, the the Italian district in St. Yeah. Louis, as I understand it. There's lots yeah. of great stuff there. I do um, believe I've eaten here. I have not. But if you have, that makes it even better. I'll I'll get through my little spiel on it just because I've got a little joke I want to I want to get out. Okay. Okay. Uh, their menu Their menu looks like an Italian restaurant and a bar. Like ran headfirst. Like they were playing chicken or something, and neither of them, neither of them gave weight. Just smacked into each other because it's like pasta, bar food. Oh wow! Like there's there's wings and spaghetti on the same menu, which may not be as uncommon as I think it is, but it feels kind of weird to me. Um, it sounds amazing, actually. Like, I never thought of that. All across the board, though, for like, you know, just it it'll if you've got a a diverse group that wants different kinds of food, this might be a great place to go because they like literally have everything. Um, and then, although it's not my favorite, I'm probably I'm probably gonna get a lot of black from. People I know from St. Louis that are well. Might, that's going to happen regardless. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, it's not my favorite, but it's got another St. Louis staple: mm. uh, the gooey butter cake. Ooh, I is, love butter cake. Actually, I I'm not a, I'm not a big fan. It's kind of violently sweet, and I don't know if it's the texture or otherwise, but it's just it's not for me. I don't like hate it, but I never order it for myself. Um, that is super St. Louis, by the way. The the gooey yeah. butter cake. Is a St. Louis thing. Another thing that I actually see on Joey B's menu here, toasted ravioli is very St. Yeah. Louis. Yeah, um, that's a you... that's a big like the big the holy trinity of uh, food from St. Louis is toasted ravs, mm-hmm. uh, provel cheese, and gooey butter cake. I'd say. No, but for real, uh, you were talking about the hill and that kind of being a district, uh, an Italian district in St. Louis. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like it's a good bet to just go there. And like find a place for dinner just anywhere on the hill. And uh, you know, Joey B's, I'd probably get some wings and spaghetti because why not? Um, right. <laughs> but like if you go to the hill in St. Louis and don't get the Italian food, it's like you're you're kind of fucking up. <laughs> right. So at least um, get I've, I've at least not get a been side out to the hill spaghetti. yet, so I'm fucking up, but I uh we do have plans to make it out there. Actually, uh, Joey B's was uh, I, it's funny you say that you might have been there because uh, that was the place. Like we were, Cassie and I were looking through some places, and that's one she pointed out that I should probably mention. So, because mm. she she hears a lot about them, she's never been, but she hears a, a lot of good things about them. So, I I haven't been to Joey B's. I went to another Italian restaurant on the hill. I don't know what it was called. Mm. I, I just, that's okay. Unless um unless Bailey put something from the hill on there, it might have been one of those. There was like. Athenino's or something. Uh, I apologize if I butchered the pronunciation, but there was definitely a hill mention on there. Yeah. Uh, again, shout out to the both of you for shout out going to the work of uh, providing us some some options to mention, and we do appreciate it. We should ask locals more often. It, it makes the yeah. research easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So next on the list will be. Uh, my breakfast shout here uh, it's actually run by the family of a friend i went to college with oh uh, it's been open for a little under 20 years there are currently two open locations but they are working on getting their third open it's called tony's donuts 
Tony's does all the classics fantastically. This isn't a place where you go for gimmick donuts. These are these are more traditional, like glazed jelly fill, which are usually better. Know. Right? Yeah. No, it's. I mean, they do have like they have one that has like some M Ms on it, but it's not like that hurts donuts bullshit. That is just like you That's... want some donut with your M Ms or cereal <laughs> or. Just empty a whole thing of uh, plain M Ms on your fucking. <laughs> right it's real that's uh it's, it's just ridiculous and it's there's people that that's for but i'm not one of them you wouldn't know it by my my figure but uh now you don't want donuts they still have excellent breakfast um i highly recommend their steak egg and cheese sandwich and you uh, i believe you can ask for it with their chipotle sauce when they toast it mm. super duper good um so highly recommend that also they serve lunch and stuff too okay yep Yep, but I've not been for lunch. Uh, they have pretty solid coffee too. So <clears throat> it kind of looks like convenience store like lunches, but it's like the one they have one standalone location, and then the other is in like a strip mall, and it's super cramped. Uh, mm. I think the pictures that you're seeing are from the strip mall location. Ah, okay, maybe, maybe so. Um, but yeah, there's not a whole lot of seating in there. I would definitely bank on getting this to go. So. I usually, I occasionally try to like right before I'm about to leave St. Louis, grab a dozen to bring home because they're very, very good. So, but I will say if you do that, uh, bag them when you get home because if you keep them in the box, they are like rock hard the next day. Oh, designed to be eaten immediately. Yeah, or at least don't don't give them air. <laughs> I love when you so. say the word bag bag it's one of my favorite yeah you just you just got real uh not ohio in there when you said it um, but when you're not thinking about it your bag comes out super big like bag 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 it's the most ohio thing you do uh, as you've a, been a bag boy yeah that's what <laughs> it sounds like because i'm not even like never lived in ohio my parents are both from cleveland but i you it, picked sometimes up on it, it just happens my mom says milk so yeah that's definitely <laughs> you picked it up on then Shout out, mom. Shout uh, out, mom. Yeah. <laughs> she makes the best uh, damn pizza rolls. The last entry. And it's time to piss off the locals for real this time. I love that. It's Silky's Frozen Custard. Anyone that tells you that Ted Drew's is the place to go for ice cream in St. Louis doesn't have damn. your best interest at heart. Damn. But if it is closer to where you'll be, it'll do. It's not bad. It's just like I don't I don't know if it's just the way they keep it, but a lot of the time when I get it, it's closer to soup than it is custard. I've never had um, it, but it is flavorful ice cream soup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, Silkies. Let's talk about Silkies. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to slander Ted Drew's because it's it's not awful. It's just. I can think of like three ice cream places I prefer. Shitting on yeah. Ted Drew's is like shitting on a uh, St. Louis classic. Like you might as well be shitting on uh, ooey gooey bread, gooey bread. Yeah, ooey, ooey, yeah but I, bread? I mean, I'd ha- ooey gooey butter cake. Yeah, ooey gooey butter, gooey butter cake. cake. Thank you. We might as well be shit on toasted ravioli your... right now. So I just want to point out that like what you're doing is a, a St. Louis crime. Yeah, but go I ahead. fully expect that wanted posters of my face will be 
present when I return and I will be thrown in thrown in the slammer. Um, sure. Apologies to everybody. I like again, I'm not trying to slander Ted Drews. It's just yeah, I don't think it particularly deserves the, the praise that it mm. seems to, to harbor. Yeah. But at any rate, Silky's frozen custard. Silky's is the local spot that deserves the shout for your dessert run, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Not only is it excellent on the first pass, like I've only been once, um, you know, so this could be an inaccurate assessment, but like I rated above Andy's, I rated above uh, Custard's Last Stand personally. Um, Damn. We, like, I, I'm trying not to like eat my full cup in one sitting. <laughs> yeah how's that going for you control here uh (laughs) you know i I try to split it into at least uh did that with silkies and it was somehow just as smooth coming right out of the freezer as it was on the first pass like that never happens usually like wherever he gets like rock hard uh if you put it in the freezer to come back thank you for the wink uh, i get get rock hard when you put me in the freezer (laughs) (laughs) well that's also true uh (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, maintains its its fresh texture out of the freezer, which I don't understand how they do, but I am thankful for it. Um, so highly recommend. Uh, I got, I think I got a concrete with raspberries and chocolate chips in it, and that was, or I'm sorry, chocolate chunks. Mm. They don't have chocolate chips as a listed uh, flavor option. They have chocolate chunks, which I was thankful for because they were super good. But yeah, uh, yep. they have a lot of special flavor options too um this does look delicious it, honestly if i can do a concrete anywhere with reese's in it i'm in so yeah uh, next time we're in st louis going to hora kitty coaster together now i'm gonna i'm gonna challenge you on that in my opinion the superior peanut butter related candy mixed into custard is mm. butterfinger Oh, fuck that. No, I hate Butterfingers more than everything. That's okay. We are allowed to have difference of opinions, even though yours is wrong. Dude, Butterfingers <laughs> are literally the grossest candy, though. That's <laughs> I will just let that slide for now, because we gotta get through the rest of the show. Don't have a but cow, man. Don't have a cow, that's man. Okay. <laughs> Moo. Uh, anyway, that uh, Silky's Frozen Custard rounds off my list of places to eat in St. Louis. I can't believe you just did a, a list of five places to eat in St. Louis and leave off these two places, Jeff. So I'm going to go ahead me. and throw these in. One is terrible. It's called Emos, and you're supposed to suggest it as a uh, St. Louis. We wouldn't be a proper podcast to say you have to try Emos because St. Louis so, people love it. The only reason I did not mention them is because Every city I've lived in in Missouri has an Emos. Rolla, Springfield, Kansas mm, City. It's true. Kansas City has two. Yeah, I just drive right the fuck past them. <laughs> I see. I like Emos, but like, I, uh, sure, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I would say originally a St. Louis thing, but seeing how widespread it has gone, it's hard for me to say it's now just a St. Louis thing. Yeah, only reason I don't mention it, but I mean, if you gotta go to Emos, uh, it is going to hinge entirely on your opinion of Provel cheese. 
because that is the cheese they use for their pizzas. There is no alternate. Yeah, and that is just that 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 will clarify if you like it or not. If you like Provolone mm-hmm. cheese, I think. Um, and then the one thing you didn't bring up that is very St. Louis, um, which I'm realizing a lot of things very St. Louis, um, yeah. is you didn't bring up St. Louis ribs. Um, I because I don't ever think about them. Uh, just ribs <laughs> in general, not St. Louis ribs. Oh, okay. I like I I like if I'm getting barbecue. Mm-hmm. The first, the first three uh, in the rotation are burn-ins, brisket, or sausage. That's fair, but the St. Louis rib is famous. Um, I don't know that yeah. I could suggest any other barbecue. Um, I'm sure it's not mm-hmm. bad, but when three and a half hours away in either direction, honestly, there's better barbecue. Um, you know, it is what it is. But um, I, I've had Pappy Smokehouse before. I believe it was on Man versus Food at one point. Um, mm-hmm. and you had to get there like early, like beat the line, but their ribs were fantastic. Good. I was about to say you got a place in mind. Uh, like my, the, the, the only ribs I have in my life are the ones my mom or brother make. Ah, both yeah. of them are big, big barbecuers. Yeah. So. No, I'm, I'm with you though. I, I like ribs, but like, I don't ever go to order ribs. Yeah. Unless I'm in St. Louis, then I will go. Get the and it's got to be pork ribs. Beef ribs are miserable to eat because they're just so greasy. Yeah. There you have it. Apologies to anybody if I had that backwards, but I'm pretty sure it's pork ribs that are the more pleasant to eat. Yeah, but, I think you're right. They're yeah. much less um, shitty. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, that rounds out the food. So let's uh, hop on. What do you What do you say we hop on to stuff to do? I was hoping we talk about that. That that sounds like a great idea, Jeff. Let's let's go ahead and yeah. talk about it. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'll lead off the list with the obvious, the arch. It's the <laughs> thing St. Louis is most commonly associated with. You can ride an elevator to the top and get a sweet view of the city. Uh, just word of caution: if you've never done that, uh, that elevator is super cramped, so probably don't recommend, and not air conditioned either. So don't really super recommend doing it uh, yeah. in the middle of summer, or else you and your party are going to be very sweaty folk. I love that but the arch is also like. Sorry, go ahead. I love that the arch is a uh, national. Um, what do you call them? Oh my god, a national Monument? park, a national park. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's like on the national park list. Registry, yeah. Yeah, registry. There you go. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, there's, there is like also like museums and gift shops underground. But yeah, it's it covers a good span of area. So like, yeah, it's definitely park sized. Um, but just not something you commonly associate with it. I honestly did not realize it was a national park. Uh, just recently has become a national park. Um, uh, I think it's, it might even be the newest. Uh, I don't know. I don't keep up with the national park scene as much, but yeah, um, it's just funny. That's, that's the, it's just a patch of grass and a huge ass arch. It's weird to think of a national park as a uh, monument, like a man-made monument. Right. But Uh, it is, uh, it is impressive to see up close. uh, And the view is very good and, spans a, a fair distance so you can get some some sweet 
visibility unless uh, i you know would be super cool to me mm. although i'd probably be super nervous is to be up there during a storm that would have to look mm. so the skyline would have to look super cool uh, however if it's like super windy i don't know how much that thing sways um, but now I'm mm-hmm. thinking of climbing the Mamba and failing the first time because it was super <laughs> windy that day. Didn't do well. Yeah, did not. Yeah, you were that was like around when we met, so that was your introduction to me. I think, yeah. Um, there's nothing like taking my hands off the handrail to shimmy around your ass. Um, you know, on the side with no yeah, handrail. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, you could have you could have grabbed my hips uh, if only you knew. Yeah. We get into. Um, back to the arch, though. I I, I actually don't yeah. like the arch. <laughs> I don't I don't like it. Like uh, just the arch itself, or being inside of it, or just I I like seeing idea. it from the ground. I think yeah. going up the arch is overrated. Um, have you? I'm guessing you've done it then. Yeah, and my complaint is when you get up there, you're just looking out of a microwave, at one side's yeah. the city. And it looks it looks great. I'm not gonna lie, it's a cool view. Um, but the other side of the arch is just like Illinois. you're looking at Illinois. <laughs> it just looks like shit. It's not developed or anything. Like, have you ever thought to yourself just at any given time of the day, like, you know what I'd love to see the top of Illinois? Yeah. And can you imagine just going up there and, and I think it, you turn right and you look at Illinois instead of left and you're just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> And for any of you who are driving through St. Louis from the West to eat, like you're entering Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, like, and you've never done this drive before, get your gas in St. Louis because it jumps like 30 or 40 cents once you get to the first round of gas stations in Illinois. Yeah. So <clears throat> pro tip. And like you want to drive a little bit in Illinois before you stop for gas. Yeah. Yep. 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 Lots of guns. Yep. It happens. Yeah, East St. Louis don't stick around there. Uh, yeah, so that's the arch. Next on my list of stuff to do this is called City Museum. Probably one of the coolest things I've ever done in, an, in another city. Uh, and this is for kids and adults uh, and is not what you'd expect it from the name to be. Uh, to simplify what City Museum is, essentially a giant playground uh, built both inside and out of an old factory using like old construction materials and lots of other stuff. Uh, yeah. There's like a, I can't remember how tall the slide is. I want to say it's like a hundred feet tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how you get from the top floor to the exit. You know, they, or, uh, at least down to the other end, you know, they just added, they're adding um, the swinging ship from, Santa Monica Boardwalk. That's cool. So you probably you've seen that one. They're putting it on top of so. the, the building. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. It, it's cool just to like look at it. There's like I think if I remember right, there's like a school bus that's elevated like on yep. poles, and people just like walk through it above the ground and stuff. Yeah. No, it's it's, um, it's just a cool thing to do. I've weirdly never done it. Um, which is probably the coolest thing I haven't done in St. Louis, I would say. I would say if you guys are going to be there for a day or two, uh, you and Brittany would like it a lot, I think. It's, yeah. Uh, definitely, I would say uh, now I might not have as much of a good time because <laughs> you do need to kind of be in decent shape to not be gassed 
halfway through this thing. Yeah. Because uh, it's it, it is very cool and I, I I'll recommend it. I, I'd like to do it again, but I also recognize that I am a little larger than the last time I did it, which a little was larger. Like fifteen years ago. So Ah yeah. Um, um yeah, dude, it looks fun. It, it's it's it probably is. one of the more unique attractions in in the U.S. I mean, would you say yeah. that? I would absolutely agree with that. I I've never seen anything like it anywhere else. I'm sure something does exist like it elsewhere, but I've never seen it. So yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, next on the list, there's another Union Station in St. Louis. A okay. little bit different to ours. Um. They have shopping and restaurants. They've just added an aquarium. Uh, there are some rides. Uh, there's a big rope course that occupies a fair footprint in uh, inside. Um, they've got mini golf and a handful of other attractions. It's I, I'd say if you're wanting to like do more unique things in a short period of time, this would be a good hit, especially if you got little ones. The aquarium is definitely geared towards kids, kind of like Sea Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they, there is also a the St. Louis wheel is outside. Okay. The door, so I've, I've seen is, video of the inside. This, this is another place I just haven't been to in St. Louis for some reason. I've been a handful of times. Uh, it's changed a lot over the years. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of the attractions are more recent because I think it used to be primarily shopping and restaurants. That makes sense. At least when I was a kid, unless I'm mixing it up with something else. But I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good good variety option uh, if you're coming with the family and need a handful of things to do to, to kill some time. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, next on the list, uh, I don't think I could talk about St. Louis stuff to do and not mention their zoo. Their uh, free it's zoo. In, it is a free zoo. I was, uh, and if you uh, are really. Uh, smart about your parking in forest park you can get a short walk for free as well uh, they wow. do have paid parking but it is not necessary to pay to park that's amazing uh, yeah and it's like you know it, it is a free zoo but like the quality of what's inside you would never know it is a quality like well taken care of zoo wow. um i would definitely say it's in the top half of quality in zoos for all the zoos i've been to nice so, yeah, highly recommend that, especially if you're on a budget, because it's free. I've um, and we're just outside downtown as well, I think. So, I remember I went, and I think we made a mistake because our family went, and it was just hot as shit outside. So we just walked around <laughs> the zoo, and there were no animals out, and we were like, "What the? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck is a zoo?" <laughs> yeah, I will say, like, if, in comparison to Kansas City's, uh, a lot of the exhibits. Uh, occupy a much smaller footprint mm, okay which which i think is a thing at a lot of zoos right um i think the for the ones i've been to the ones that have given the animals the most space on average i would say first kansas city uh and then uh san diego san yeah. diego has a lot of large exhibits nice so <clears throat> but yeah and then those are just for the ones I've been to. I'm sure there are others that do a good job of that. I've just probably not been there. So, all right. Last but not least, and we've kind of gave them a little shout earlier. 
uh, <laughs> the one of the newest sponsors of the Pat McAfee show, Budweiser Brewery. Although they might just be Bud Light. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wish I could do their song again because they they've got a song that accompanies their their Bud Light plugs. Um, but yeah, it. come visit one of the oldest breweries in America, one of the oldest, uh, which is I guess now Belgian owned. Uh, uh, that's a sore spot for some folks. Um, but yeah, there's a, actually multiple different. They they've got their tour options divided up here, and I've been. It's a pretty large factory, so this is probably for the best. Um, but you can uh, see the they've got it divided up as like an actual brewery tour um and then uh like more of a museum option like learn the history type tour uh and then most importantly an experience with their Clydesdales mm, that can't is... go to Budweiser and not see the Clydesdales it's almost why you go right remember those commercials with the dogs though <sighs> talking about it was mid like mid 2010s there was something to do with uh, a dog that was Interacting with one of the Clydesdales for the Super Bowl commercial. I'll hunt it down and send it to you. That's nice. That's nice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think I I, I went here and I saw Kid Rock there the other day. Are you sure it was Kid Rock or was there a possibility it was Dr. Phil? (laughs) Maybe so. Uh, Easy to confuse. Because they look a little too alike nowadays. Oh, wait. No, I see why you mentioned your Kid Uh... Rock thing. I wasn't going to give the, I wasn't going to give that the, uh, opportunity on air because it's fucking dumb him and travis tritt both came out and did something stupid with it and and you know they're like trying to cancel budweiser and they're on tour together now (laughs) just yikes i put my picture away anyway it's supposed it's supposed to be a solid blue can I don't know what you just did. Sorry, but... sorry. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. There are there are definitely choices for things to get worked up by. Yep. Anyway, that rounds out my list of attractions. And uh, I, that's great. I appreciate those. This is a good highlight actually you had there. That's um a lot of staples that people would say like if you go to St. Louis and you don't do blank. Um, yeah, those would all be and there's a lot more stuff I didn't mention that I could probably have a pretty hefty honorable mention list. I don't know if there's any that you wanted to, to give I a shout three, to. Three honorable mentions. Right. Shout them. I'm going to put in uh, another free thing to do in St. Louis. So, like, go to St. Louis and do free shit, I guess. Um, but this is called the St. Louis Science Center. So, um, mm-hmm. it's actually a pretty cool science center. They've got, like, an animatronic dinosaur in there. They, they've got some actual decent like exhibits throughout and uh they have a few like upcharge things you can do um with like movies and special um displays and stuff but um you can go for free and actually not spend any money there as well it's possible um, i i end up there every time i go to st louis because like oh we got a few it's hours to kill. that and then I don't know if you're going to mention this place. Um, actually, this is another Cassie shout from when she was a kid. If you've got kids, highly recommend visiting the Magic House um, for, I don't know what the 
uh, I, I believe if I had a closest comparison, if you remember Kaleidoscope when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. Still there, but I like that. No, cool. no joke, dude. That's awesome. I had yeah. no idea. I haven't like. It's I owned see, by the. I, I drive around the city just for grins and just to see stuff I might remember. And it, it is owned by yeah. the. Um. By Crown. Uh, Crayola. Mm. That's why it's so fucking nice. good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah. Uh, I don't know if yeah that was one of the others on your list, but yeah, if you got kiddos, uh, the Magic House is worth a look. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Um, the other two, I I just have shout outs to the credits in the area because there are a few plus ones available. Um, the newest of which is actually not in St. Louis. It's a little bit outside of it. Um, but I know coaster enthusiasts and I know they're going to Google it, see it's close enough and go. It's in Grafton, Illinois at Aries Resort. So... It actually looks like a cool little place if you're in Illinois for some reason. Uh, middle of nowhere in Illinois. Well, outside of St. Louis. So not really middle of nowhere. But they have a winery here um, with little winery type like foods, um, which looks great. They also have um, a hotel there. They have a sky tour, which is like their gondola, gondola ride, gondola, ski lift. We'll call it a ski lift. Um, they've got that. They have a zip line tour and a mountain coaster. So um, kind of the closest. This is just a, a, a great opportunity to get a plus one, I'd say. And Love then, it. yep, so it looks fun. And then the other one is if you're a super coaster whore, you go to the Incredible Pizza Company. And not only do you go to the Incredible Pizza Company, you eat there for dinner. Because in order right. to even access this credit to, you know, to you have to access the place and then pay to get the credit. So it's a double charge there. And you have to eat there. You go to Incredible Pizza Company and get your SBF Visa spinner. I don't even know the name of it. I don't care to look it up at this point. You, you know, if 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 it's you know your heart's beating inside and you're like, I gotta, I gotta get this credit. Um, if you could let me know the name. Tyrone Biggum's impression and <laughs> say, y'all got any more of them coasters? <laughs> you got any more of those SBF spinner sandwiches? <laughs> that was Tyrone Biggum's, right? I, yeah, I I, of course it was. Yeah. Okay. I, I know you're a, a diehard Chappelle Show fan, so I, mm-hmm. I had to make sure I got it right. Yep. I had to. Um, Excellent. And then, yeah, so there you have it. There's the, there's the plus twos. I don't know that I go out of the way for any of these. Maybe the mountain coaster just kind of depends on pricing. And if I'm actually looking I didn't, for something to do, I didn't know there was one close. So I can, uh, maybe I can Ooh. go test her out for us and uh, let you know how it was. Be a good move. Yeah. All right. So, um, one thing that I think is kind of funny, I don't know that we've actually said the name of the park we're highlighting, until just now, just how much, how positively we think about the place. But honestly, uh... <laughs> honestly, for the the content of what we talked about so far, the park is probably the last reason you're stopping in St. Louis. Of all the things <laughs> we've talked about, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah. So Six Flags St. Louis will be highlighting that, um, and we'll get to our general thoughts after you 
the history man. After yeah. all your research, if you could tell us all about the history of Six Flags St. Louis. Yeah. So Six Flags St. Louis originally opened as Six Flags over Mid-America what? in 1971. Ah. It is the final installation of the three original parks envisioned by the original developer, Angus G. Wynn. Uh, the other two being Six Flags over Texas and Six Flags over Georgia, uh, at least while under his watch. We uh, obviously know now that Six Flags is way more than three parks. Um, but yeah, uh, the park originally had six sections, um, Missouri, USA, France, England, Spain, and Old Chicago. Old Chicago? Uh, oh. And all right. of them have been... Uh, given facelifts one way or another, Missouri is now the 1904 World's Fair section. Uh, <laughs> USA is now the uh, Time Warner Studios section. Uh, is that the Kitty section? No, that no, that's if you the, immediately turn right. Um, it's the patriotic theme. Yeah, it's section. right before you get to Batman. Um, yeah. So in between the front gate and that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember now. It looks like shit. Uh, <laughs> France is now Chateau's Market. Oh. Uh, Spain is now the DC Comics Plaza. Take that, Spain. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, El Batman, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, El Chalupa uh, Batman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Backing up. Quick shout for anybody that doesn't know and would get hyped by this. Uh, Taco Bell's bringing back the volcano menu in June, so I know what oh my, my dial it diet will be uh for a whole month so uh, i hope the old rectum can still hold on i've been training all these years with <laughs> semi-frequent chipotle so i should be fine okay, that's true <laughs> uh anyway uh england is now known as britannia uh and then the old chicago section is now called the illinois section because what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it is. Uh, yeah, apparently enough of Illinois uh, deserved a shout that they could uh, diversify from Chicago. So, yeah, there's. I can't wait to see the increased gas prices rise. I mean, that's everywhere, but just mm-hmm. it's unnecessarily high through that entire state, and I don't get it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, then the water park. Hurricane Harbor was added in 1999 and was the largest investment in park history at a bill of $17 million. Uh, the most re- recent major developments at the park have been the sale of 180 acres of their land in 2014 and then the renovation of their entrance plaza in 2020. Wow. Yeah. And the new entrance plaza looks okay. I've not been since like 2014, so I can't yeah. say. Don't hurry. Maybe back. we'll change that this summer. No. What What are your general opinions on this park? We'll, we'll get that out of the way, so pe- so people just understand here. Um, I think, it, I mean, it, it's hard for me to make an accurate comparison to Worlds of Fun being a local for one and not for the other, mm-hmm. but trying to be as uh, objective as possible they kind of feel like they're both stuck in a similar rut. Mm-hmm. Um, however, World's Fun getting a new coaster this year changes that. 
Um, I think the last coaster addition to Six Flags St. Louis was 2011 or 2012, 2013, maybe somewhere around there. What would that have been? Um, let me, I think I have RCDB up. Yeah, 2013 was their boomerang. Which was a relocation. Yeah. Uh, and then before that, uh, they have no new coaster since 2008 with the addition of American Thunder. Which is uh, just so as honestly, bad as getting nothing. <laughs> it's actually worse than probably, getting nothing. I think the one thing uh, that really gives Six Flags Parks a leg up when you might be comparing them to Cedar Fair Parks, not necessarily saying like the lowest Cedar Fair Park is better than the highest Six Flags or vice versa or whatever. But um, I think their contract with uh, an existing company, WB, for a lot of like the Looney Tunes and the DC stuff is a much superior option to uh, Snoopy who mm. aside from being in Cedar fair parks, doesn't really play to the youth of today. So it just kind of, you know, doesn't really, it doesn't really hit for me. Like the, I, I, you know, Looney tunes are forever and, you know, it's kind of hard to argue when you got Batman and the gang as a theming option to pull on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I personally like Snoopy better, but not because this is just my personal opinion. I like Snoopy better than any of that stuff. But that's fair. But I'm not a, a six year old kid, right? Like, uh, well, and for nostalgia reasons, I I like Snoopy's a mainstay of my dad's upbringing, so I've definitely got my my share of it. But that's how we connected uh, with it, though, is was with our parents, like. Yeah. Even as 33-year-old dudes when Snoopy was pop when was when Snoopy was in the in the kitty area it was even a stretch for us then. Yeah, I like I like single digit age would read the comics cuz my parents got the newspaper. Uh, so I'd read the comics and there were still Peanuts comics in there at that point, but mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still a part of that or because obviously they're just probably running reruns at this point, unless it's been taken up by somebody else. Yeah, true. And nobody, like, I don't know what uh, the volume of people looks like that still get newspapers. So, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. Hey, um, but uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I didn't have another. Cool. Well, yeah. let's go ahead and get into highlighting the attractions of this park. Um, which is, it's not my favorite Six Flags. I know that. I, yeah. Okay, this is... And they just suffered a couple losses too, didn't they? Yeah. Um, this is probably my least favorite Six Flags park. I would say that would probably be... I go once a, a decade. Shared, a shared sentiment from me, but the only Six Flags parks I've been to are Georgia, Magic Mountain, and... Mm, this severe. Well... Technically, when Geauga Lake was Six Flags uh, mm-hmm. Worlds of Adventure, I've been to that one, but that one was also better than St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the best at its time, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's just out. So I just want everybody to know that. I'm going to highlight the best I can and, and as objectively as possible, just as, as Jeff did earlier. So yeah. um, maybe, uh, what do you think everybody wants to listen to? The coasters, maybe? coasters honestly i couldn't i don't really remember any flats here so i think yeah sticking to coasters is probably okay we'll start with coasters um so we'll start with the the newest coaster coming 
which was kind of a surprise a couple months ago, uh, just announced out of nowhere in a weird time of the season. But we've got Rookie Racer, which is the Vacoma Custom Junior Coaster. Actually, it's not custom. The Vacoma Junior Coaster. Um, hype level, Honestly, man. Are you, you get you going to ride this? I like. I would. It honestly, like, I don't expect it to be like great on the grand scheme of things, but it looks like probably one of the coolest layouts for a kitty coaster I've ever seen. There you go. Drop helix, helix station. Swoop station, yeah. Swoop station. Little swoop. Is it sad that I had that memorized? I didn't look at a picture when I said that. No, and I was like, as you were lifting, the, I think what really the the piece that I most like stuck on is the, and it may not be as steep as it looks in the picture, but the the first drop is kind of a swoop turn. Um, it does look and it, steep. Like, it looks it looks intense for a kiddie coaster, and I think that's what's drawing me most to this is like, oops. Six Flags St. Louis taking some risks. Taking some risks. Dies, they die. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, for you not being at the park in a while, I could see how this could actually pull you in. Um, I went last in 2020, and I I still need another coaster to go. You know yeah. I mean? No, it, this wouldn't be a reason to go to any park, but uh, like as far as going out of your way for, but. I mean, I'd get this credit and not feel bad about it. Fair enough. All right, next one to bring up. An actual roller coaster that's actually existing at this moment. American Thunder. The GCI, formerly known as Evil Knievel. The far superior IP. I think that's what I wrote it last as. It was. Uh, I know, know it switched, but... That's when I got my 50th credit on, and you sat next to me. Oh yeah, yeah. I put oh, up my five yeah. zero because I didn't bring a sign, and I was like That's sad because okay. I didn't. That bring was, a sign I think that was before. Well, and I I was gonna say I don't know if we were like doing it that early. I don't really remember seeing it until you guys were like up. At, well, until you were like up into the two hundreds, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. That's just at least what I remember. But actually, so it was American Thunder up to twenty or Evil Knievel up to twenty ten. Okay. Um. So I have been more recently than that. So I think I have read it as American Thunder. One of my biggest complaints about this park is it's just fallen victim to two really cool IPs and then just had to be generified because of a contract. And like, yeah. it's just so silly. Like Six Flags did this, like they had this era where they just did that and then it never worked out. Thomas Towns are gone. Tony Hawk's gone. This is gone. It's, I just wish it could have stayed. Yeah. And I, uh, honestly, I, I, I like this one. Um, but I'm also basing on my last visit. Um, I think I remember one of y'all saying recently that it's pretty pretty rough now. But as I remembered, it was a pretty smooth, uh, like just it's confined or it it, goes, it weaves in and out of itself, and it's just it was a cool experience to me. Now I would say during my visit in 2020, all three of the Woodies were actually running very good, yeah. like. Not even, I mean, a little bit of roughness, like obviously in Boston, Screaming Eagle, but everything else, like it was good. It was like acceptable. There was no bad Woody there anymore, which is nice because Boss used to kick the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and the Boss don't really see eye to eye. Yep. Um, rest in peace, my camera. <laughs> rest in peace. Cargo my shorts. digital camera somewhere in there. 
I bet it's yeah. still there. Um, but yeah, this is um this is my personal favorite coaster is American Thunder at this park. Um, I think yeah. I think a lot of people disagree with that, but I think it's a good GC. I, I I would agree with you. Um, I'll I'll save my rankings for the rankings, but I keep doing that. It's okay. Uh, I I would agree with you. I I think highly of this coaster. This one's actually one that I usually try to. If I'm at the park, I try to hit like two or three times. Yep, definitely worth it. Um, next coaster to highlight the 1995 edition. I won't say where this ranks on my top five. I almost did it again. Um, <laughs> but Batman the Ride. This was my first ever Batman clone. I assume it was yours, maybe too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, we we did uh, we didn't do a lot of vacations growing up, but we did uh, like if we had a soccer tournament out here, we'd come to Six Flags. Yeah. No, it's um. Batman's are funny. It gets harder and harder to talk about them when you have talked about one uh, like every park, every Six Flags yeah. park so far. Um, but it's a good ride. It's intense. It's just there's 27 of them. I think. Well, I was gonna say it's the next most cloned ride after Boomerangs. No, next most cloned roller coaster. Sorry. Which, it's the best clone. Like that's yeah. produced that much. So like good. That's good, I guess, to hear. I don't remember if it was St. Louis. I remember reading this fact about, or if it was one of the others. Maybe it was Magic. I don't. Does Magic Mountain have one? Yep. Yeah. Uh, one of them, I think, is one of these two has their Batman is the only one that's like a different length than all the others because like they had to do something with the that final stretch that I think made it like two feet longer. Oh wow, this one's mirrored Otherwise. from the original. Ah, that I'll have to look that up then because that's gonna bother me. One of those facts that you don't know but you need to know. You need to know it. You need to know it. Another thing you need to know about is the 2013 edition of Boomerang. Just kidding. You don't need to know about it. Just skip it. It's not good. <laughs> it's green, I guess. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I rode this when it was flashback at Six Flags Over Texas. Um, so when it relocated to St. Louis, I said, I don't need to ride that. Thank God. Right. Um, but yeah, it's there. It looks okay on the midway, I'll be honest. Like it's it's an okay spot, but all right. The 2000 edition boss got a CCI Woody here. A lot of people's favorite at this park. Um, they must not have gotten a rough ride on it because um, in some of the rough years, you wouldn't even think about putting this thing towards the top. Um, but I think one... I rode it once close to opening uh, for like a soccer tournament weekend or something, and I remember loving it then, but. I do not yep. harbor the same love for it currently. Have you read it since 2018? No, I've not been. I think my last visit would have been in either 2014 or 15. All right. You need to go back because boss, that hellacious helix at the end that just um, would like breeze your thighs. Mm-hmm. Gone. So they just turned that into a turnaround and it's much more comfortable. The ride shortened a little bit, but it's a lot better. And it has, if I, yeah, I'm looking at the picture now, uh, has one of the cooler like entrances to the queue. Yeah, um, like the big, like medieval. Because it's like big, the boss letters. But uh, to me, I don't really relate that phrase to medieval. Nope. But yeah, it's, it's got the gate. But it, it's, it doesn't make sense. But at the same time, I love it. Yeah. 
It, it feels like it could have just had a different medieval name. But and I, I I will say one thing I do love about the boss is their actual queue line because a large chunk of it it's you're hilarious. elevated like above this ravine. Yeah. So it's just kind of cool for the views. Um uh, that that is one thing it has going for it. Um I'm I'd definitely be willing to give it another shot, but uh based on our last encounter, uh the boss can fuck off. The boss can fuck off. Yeah, it was fine. I, I wrote it in the front once and I was like, hey, that was actually okay. I'm not gonna risk it again. Next ride. Um, speaking of next ride, we've got the 1998 edition. Another one that a lot of people would say is their favorite at this park. Actually, I think most people would say this is the best ride at this park. Notice I'm not saying I would say that. Um, we're talking about right. Mr. Freeze Reverse Blast. Um, this is the premier shuttle loop with the overbank turn as well as the inverted top hat, which is hate it or love it going through backwards i'd say and i think they are returning it to forward facing for the launch aren't they only over texas has changed oh, it back that's a bummer yeah so i, like I would say if, if you're wanting to do reverse blast i mean i would get on it this year if that's like a big bucket list thing because i bet they change it by next year That'd be cool, especially if they want to preserve it, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, but what's unique about this ride? It goes 0 to 70 in 3.8 seconds. So it does punch you in the mouth a little bit there. Um, and can you imagine this ride with uh, pre-2002 had over-the-shoulder restraints on this thing? Um, and then they finally got wise in 2012. Oh, no, I'm sorry, in 2002. And that is when they added the lap bars, took away the shoulder harnesses, and people started to love it. I um, think the first time I rode it was with shoulder harnesses. It was a very narrow window because I know, I think the boss was pretty new, so it probably was like 2001. Yeah, that, that would time out. Dang. It's, How, it's a cool, it? yeah, kind of vaguely, um, yeah. but I think I was small enough that the over the shoulder didn't bother me as much as it would now. True. And honestly, uh, at that point, when I was still kind of terrified of coasters, uh, the over-the-shoulder made me feel more secure than a lap, just a lap bar would have, especially going that high. That's what makes me laugh when enthusiasts are like, why are there shoulder harnesses or like comfort collars? And it's like, no, people actually want that. <laughs> right. It's it, it, Whether or not it's actually safer, if nothing else, it, I think it's Proceed. a psychological strong uh, like point for it, yeah. Um, one thing I learned about working in amusement parks is perceived safety is at least in the industry as big a deal as actual safety. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is funny because when you say something like that, I think about my time at the Ripcord mm-hmm. and how it is probably likely the safest ride in the park, yep, but has the absolute lowest perceived safety of any ride there i think yeah that would make sense um yeah it's the most regulated out of any of those rides and and like if you're getting pulled up you're hooked in you're not getting unhooked (laughs) yeah because each each one has a backup too yeah it's it's super safe next coaster 1989 this is a bad one this is the ninja vacoma custom roller coaster um, well, it is 
one of the worst in the park. I won't say what spot because I don't want to tell on myself. But uh, it has an interesting history because it actually, this is a ride that's considered a coma coaster, but it started by Arrow. So Arrow started, they did the designing and started building, then they went bankrupt and Vacoma finished. Um, and it was actually created for the, I mean, this is a shout out to our Canadian friends, the Expo in 86 um, in Vancouver. So it was called the Screen Machine when it opened. And once that was done, it got sent over to Six Flags St. Louis where it sits permanently and it's kind of gross looking. <laughs> yeah it has the unique distinction of looking like a scrapyard yes which is what most of Six Flags St. Louis looks like <laughs> yeah alright 2007 we also have uh, Pandemonium which is another ride that got neutered um, from an awesome IP of Tony Hawk um, Tony Hawk's Big Spin which Big Spin if they would have kept that IP, it still would have been cool today because Tony Hawk is still cool on TikTok. So, um, mm-hmm. jokes on you, Six Flags St. Louis. Um, and there's still like a skate sure. ramp, which bothers me. Like, why didn't they just go generic with the skate theme? Let's call it Big Spin. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we got a 1971 edition, the River King Mine Train. Uh, what's unique about this ride is in 1984, one side, because this is a, it used to be a dual track. Now it's just one track. They took one of them out. Um, but one side was a stand-up roller coaster in 1984. So you just had a stand-up yeah. mine train <laughs> with no inversions. I never actually knew that. I always, like, there used to be, I remember there being a, like, second entrance that was always blocked off. But, like, I never saw, like, another track or anything. And I never, like, thought to look into that. It's been um gosh a long time like it's been a very long time i want to look it up real quick so it's been since i doesn't say oh wait no yeah it doesn't it doesn't say on uh rcdb i don't know when it happened but used to be be kind of cool to do a racing uh Mine train. That like yeah the now hold on because it there's no pictures of it but there is a separate entry uh under defunct roller coasters for River King Mine Train. Oh, that's the second. Okay, so it would yeah, be eighty seven when it closed. So not when we were around. Yeah. Um, I think it's a pretty decent mine train. Like it's, it's... yeah. It's good enough. It's kind of yeah, weird because one side doesn't have any like shrubs on it. <laughs> right. I don't I don't feel well, you know, I don't know what it's like now, but I definitely don't remember anything negative about this coaster. Like I think I remember, especially as a kid, wanting to do it multiple times. Yeah. It was good. Um and then nineteen seventy six saw the addition of Screaming Eagle, the PTC. Um, right on the back of the park, situated up on a hill to kind of make it look taller than it is. Um, for its mm-hmm. time, a great coaster in 76. I agree. I have a pretty high opinion of it. I heard it got rough for a bit, but I didn't. none of the times I rode it 
was any any period of roughness. Um, I do like great. that it's yeah. I'll have to get out there and hopefully it's the same. But uh, one thing I do enjoy about this coaster is like the boss's line is kind of elevated from the ground and runs through the woods mm-hmm. at the true out and back, and I I enjoy it. And when the paint job is nice, it it looks pretty clean too. Yeah, that's true. And a uh, great name, by the way. Uh, I'm surprised there hasn't been more Screaming Eagles cloned. And they have a sweet sign over one of the hills. Yeah, it's true. All right, so those are the 10 roller coasters to highlight. And you know what we have to do now, Jeff. We have to rank yep. the top coasters at Six Flags St. Louis. Yep. Um, Lead off with our fives. Starting with five. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll defer to you to, to kick us off this time. All right. My number five is the River King Mine Train. Um, it says a lot about this park that it's at. it sneaks into the top five because um, it's a very ordinary aero mine train. But I like it, and it's one I ride every time I go, and there's never a bad line when I ride, at least. Um, I just think it's a solid ride there. Yeah. Um, I actually matched you on that one. Nice. <laughs> so it's official. Yeah, it's solid. It's fun. It's it's reliable and it's fun. All right. For my number four, I chose uh, the one with the great name. There's a couple of great names actually here, but the Screaming Eagle, the classic Woody in the back of the park, out and back. Um, only reason it doesn't rank any higher. I I've had some rough rides on it. I've had some smooth rides on it. If it was more consistent, I think it would uh, climb up the list for me. Yeah. I imagine this is where our like for like uh, will be done after, but also <laughs> Screaming Eagle for me. I, I think pretty, for, for what I've written, I think of it pretty highly as, I, I honestly, I think I like it better than Timberwolf when it's running well. I do. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. Number three for me, <laughs> sticking on the Woodies, the boss. Um. This is another one that could have climbed if it's always been smooth, uh, has good years and bad years for sure. Um, I think visually this is just a fun ride because you you go off of that huge drop and you're just looking into a tangled mess and there's like a hidden drop off the first drop, which is just one of the weirdest elements on any coaster I can even think of. I don't know. I can't even think of another coaster that does it. Um, <laughs> just odd. But yeah, I just think it's um it's a good-ish Woody, depending on if you get a rough ride or not. Uh, for me, it's American Thunder. Um, I, I, a case could be made for it to be higher. I do think highly of it based on what I've written. Uh, I, I like it a lot. Um, it's it's it was quick. Uh, you know, you you felt like it was it was one of those rides you you get off with a smile because it was just a lot packed into a tight space. It was uh you know kind of the way it threw me around makes me kind of think of uh, early RCM. <laughs> or arm rmc i, I love when you mess it up it again yep i love it old work thing it's a habit uh but yeah like like an early prototype of an rmc jesus good work yeah nailed it. all right um my number two is kind of surprising it's a clone it's batman the ride um i don't think any of the woodies are better than that consistent Batman the Ride as far as rankings. Uh, I know it's not unique, and it's kind of a loser thing to put at number two, but 
This is kind of a loser park. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, for me, it's actually Mr. Freeze. Mr. Oh, okay. Freeze is my number two. Um, but as like I haven't ridden it since it was converted, I don't think to reverse blast. But uh, knowing how I feel now about uh, going backwards on rides, and I know you normally do for the back half of Mr. Freeze, but I think being launched backwards seems a little excessive to me. Um, <laughs> it is the weird part. Now yeah, on the I on will, the spike though, it's cooler. Yeah, I was gonna say it's cool to be looking like straight down, like just kind of float there for a second. You're just looking straight down. That is a sweet effect. But just I I kind of like I don't know if I'd ride it right now as reverse blast just because of what going backwards quickly does to me. So <laughs> I do prefer though if it's gonna be a shuttle coaster and I have to go backwards, if I can get the backwards out of the way first and then end forward, I actually like that a little bit better. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I just I think it's just a me thing. I'm gonna be biased on that. <laughs> but if it's if it's front facing Mr. Freeze, I remember that being particularly impactful. I think it was my first ever launch coaster. Fair enough. So, got, a soft, got a soft spot for it. Right. My number. Did you say your number two? Yeah, Mr. Freeze. That's right. That's right. Okay, my number one is American Thunder. I just think it is a an average GCI. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say an average GCI that runs smooth is an easy pick for me, at least to be the best ride at this park. Yeah. I, I, I can get behind that sentiment. I could have easily moved it further up mine. Um, but I think the two that go ahead of it are, are more nostalgic. Uh, what is me, your number one? Is, my number one is Batman. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So don't okay. feel bad about yours being a number two. I <laughs> I still think highly of the Batman rides. Like they're the standard that I hold inverts to. Yeah. And it's only be like no other inverts after Batman that I've ridden have been like as punch you in the mouth as the Batmans do. And I like that intensity. It's a good intensity. I love when BM had that 90s intensity. Like it almost makes you a little bit thankful that that got preserved in a clone. Yeah, um, and I some something else I really love about the Batman rides is they also I think accomplish the the mental like having your feet dangling. It feels yeah. like you're coming closer to the ground, mm-hmm. and it's concrete than you do on a lot of more modern. Uh, inverts yeah. and i think that's one of the mo- more powerful psychological things you can be doing with those rides and they aren't really taking advantage of it in my opinion that's an interesting it's like the opposite yeah the opposite of a head chopper a leg chopper yeah and then to throw danger down there and like maybe it's better that it's not up kept very well right uh, we're just getting thrown into cracked concrete yep okay i like Love that it. all right now we have to if we're going to rank the top five, we got to rank the bottom five. And with the new kitty coaster, it equals it out. So we can, this park is just big enough to do it. So we'll right. start with our fifth worst and go to number one worst. Does that make sense? Yeah. First for me, you got me to lead these off. Yeah. This one's yours. This one's mine. Uh, number five, I'm going to say Rookie Racer. It looks solid enough. Uh, probably not going to be a bad ride. And it looks like it will be easy to care for, obviously. I respect um, that. Looks, yeah, yeah, it looks solid. And honestly, I wouldn't like. Normally, I kind of have the the little tinge of embarrassment if I'm going to go on a kitty coaster by myself. But I 
suffer for the craft uh, but this one I would not I don't I don't feel I would really have that going on in my brain so there you go uh, my number five is Mr. Fee- Freeze Reverse Blast um, I'm kind of a hater on these rides I don't like the backwards portion I think going backwards through a top hat a lot of people say that's the best part of the ride I think it's uncomfortable I don't think it's that great so um, for me I, I put it there because as far as shuttle coasters go, it has a good launch. Kind of. I mean, in reverse, it's not as great, but whatever. It's got an okay launch. I and like then, the overbank turn on it. Yeah, and that, that was my question. Is like, It feels like a step up from a boomerang. Because what is it really doing? That's fair. Like the overbank turn's cool. Um, and, and the spike is cool. But it's not really yeah. a coaster element. It's like... um. I don't know. Like we don't, we wouldn't rank a vertical spike often as uh, something we use to rank our coasters. I would say, you know what I mean? right? Um, I don't know. I just, I just don't understand the ride as much as most people do. That's all good. I think it's like I said for me. I think it it weighs heavy for a nostalgia purpose. I remember that it was my first launch coaster, and kicked off love there of those. Um, so I think that's probably why I hold it in such high regard. It's probably not as great as I'm making it out to be, but I, I enjoy it. So, All right, fourth worst. Pandemonium. It's not like a bad ride, but uh, having done a couple recent spinners, they are not friendly to the larger folk. <laughs> it's Yeah, and this is a clone, an exact clone of the spinning coaster at worlds of fun three hours down the road. Like it's, it's not a unique ride. It was when Tony Hawk was there, but right. I would agree. That was big drop the ball moment. That's my number four as well. Pandemonium. Yeah. Uh, so what's your number three? My number three is the boss. And again, this Damn. is based on my, my last <laughs> visits, which, um, but like it looks great. Out. The queue is great. It, well, and not just that, but I remember, like, even as a teenager, like, I that felt like it banged me up pretty good, and I was yeah. not fond of that. Fair enough. But hopefully, the I, I would be willing to give it another go because it looks great from the midway. Um, but based on my last ride, I just don't have a high opinion of it. Yeah. All right. Um, my number three is Rookie Racer. I think it's going to be the best. Well, one thing that's weird about this part, there's no actual kitty coaster, by the way. You well, realize well, that? Yeah. It's fucking weird. Uh, so they needed Rookie they Racer. They used to have one, didn't they? They had a, I unless think I'm so. thinking of a different ride, they used to have, uh, oh yeah, Rock and Roller. Since till 2006. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I remember it having like a Bugs Bunny or Roadrunner sign, and they're both yeah. on it. You you were correct, yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks fine, right? I mean, it's not going to get me yeah. out there, but it's cool. So it's a, right. it's a part needed a kitty coaster, and this is going to uh, yeah. Great. It's it's not 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 bad. It's just you know you're not going to be mad that you wrote it. I think right. You're number two. Boomerang. Damn. The cookie cutter boomerang. My number two done is one, you've literally done them all. Yeah, you've done one, you've done them all. Uh, my number two is Ninja. 
Um, while it still beats you up and it's not good, I don't think it's a good ride at all. The only good element is the the head chopper of the lift hill chain. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Um, but I would put it over a clone. So that's why it's my number two. And then I put boomerang as the worst just because I think all boomerangs suck. Yeah. That's so why mine, mine, my number one worst is the ninja. Um, and yeah, I remember the head chopper, but like generally my main memory of the head chopper is just the severe discomfort I'm feeling from the train <laughs> itself. So it's hard for me to even like register the head chopper. Like when you, if you just like ask me, like name a rough roller coaster ninja is probably the first one i'll blurt out yeah like that's uh, i it's just very notoriously bad it is doesn't look great is rides even worse <laughs> all right well that was a good time i appreciate you ranking with me um let's yeah. talk about the other attractions real quick um we've, we've been going a little long today so uh I'm just yeah. gonna i'm gonna fly through these other attractions they do have a 180-foot tall Ferris wheel called Colossus, um, which, honestly, I ride every time I go. It's a must-do. Um, another must-do for me, and I, I think this might actually be the best ride in the park, is the Justice League Battle for Metropolis, the uh, Six Flags shoot 'em up dark ride. Um, you've been on one, you've been on them all, but it's also a very good ride. Um, I would also give a shout-out to their log flume. They do have, like, dueling sides. Um I don't know if they do both sides anymore since COVID or what, but when both sides are going and there's just logs floating everywhere, it's pretty cool. And then they have a scrambler called Shazam. Um, just going to give a shout out to that and only scramblers page. Uh, check it out on our discord. Um, okay. They also have a sky screamer, which is like one of the smaller versions of Spincinity disco, a ride I'll never ride called Catwoman's Whip, where you're just on the end of a huge pole and being flipped. Uh, not into that, but um, yeah, those are the other attractions. I think I think the biggest to highlight are the Ferris wheel's good, the dark ride's good, and then they've uh, taken out Excalibur, which was probably their most unique flat ride. Yeah, um, didn't come back this year. So, and then uh, I remember it being a pretty cool theme. I just it it felt kind of out of place there, although that was in their English area. Yeah, so I guess that works. But true. And then um, I, I'll highlight their water park too. Actually, no, I'm not because it's not even included with admission anymore. Because Six Flags is doing some weird stuff where it's like, oh, there's no more free water parks. <laughs> um, I think, but anyway, yeah, Six Flags they have a separate admission there, but they have some slides, but I would just not recommend it. Um, if you go to Six Flags St. Louis, don't go to the water park, do Six Flags St. Louis half day, and then go do like some sort of fun St. Louis thing is what I would recommend. Um, sorry, Six Flags St. Louis, but um, let's see. I, I do want to highlight their events before we move on. And it's funny because I go to their event page and um there's just a bunch of fake events. They have low sensory Sundays in April. So good for them. That's good. Um, let's see. Then they have like kids weekend. Uh, weekends in late June. So it's like two weekends. And they call that an event. And then from July 2nd to July 4th, you have the Coca-Cola July 4th Fest. Which <laughs> is like, okay. I mean, every park does it. Like They have their 4th of July Fest for three days. 
Um, but my favorite is they are just doing a Hawaiian luau. Get this. Wednesdays, July 12th, 19th, and 16th. All so right. they're doing an event for three Wednesdays. <laughs> and I don't even know what, there's no details. You can't click on it. They're just celebrating 25 years of Hurricane Harbor with a luau. Um, Wednesdays, bro. But the only actual event they really have is Fright Fest, um, which I have never been to still. Um, well, I guess I went during COVID, but that wasn't their real Fright Fest. They did a, I'm not even going to talk about what it was because it was just terrible, but uh, at least they had, it was 2020. Everybody was just trying hard, right? Uh, but they have Fright Fest from September 22nd to October 29th. Um, this park used to be a holiday in the park park <laughs> um but they got rid of it but this is actually one that as i'm not a local um i don't mind seeing that one go because i did go i think i only went once to that event and comparing it to six flags over georgia's who has like a huge budget to put into it and then going to see like the sad version of it at six flags st louis was uh it was pretty rough so i, I didn't mind that they actually cut it from this park yeah yeah <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, you're really looking only at one event, which is kind of odd because six, I bet Six Flags will just announce a bunch of random events, honestly, just like willy nilly throughout the season. Probably when they hear us talking about they have no events. Well, and so one you didn't like say out loud is their Coaster Fest in August. Yeah. And what's hilarious to me is on their Six Flags St. Louis page, the backdrop for the Coaster Fest event is Goliath at Magic Mountain. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Hey, you want to highlight? You want to highlight the food here? Yeah, uh, if that's possible. Uh, it's a Six Flags <laughs> park and has a lot of generic Six Flags brands. So I tried to stray away from those because you can get your chopsticks pretty much freaking anywhere. Um, hold uh, on, before you just brush past chopsticks like that, uh, <laughs> I know Cough is listening and. He says it's the best chop six restaurant in the chain. St. Louis's. Yep. So uh, don't shit talk to chop six. I wasn't going to let you try to do that. Um, (laughs) I'm standing up for my boy cough and I'm going to eat at chop six. If I ever eat, I've never eaten in the park. I've never, I'm I'm not even like trying to, to shit talk them. They're just one of the main like brands I think of when I think of the generic, what am I going to eat at six flags? So I tried to stay away Mm -hmm. from those, but it's it's kind of tough because there's a lot of them here. Yeah, it's kind of uh, Yeah. Uh, so first up, we've got the 1904 Classic, is what it's called, 1904 Classic. Uh, they've got footlong hot dogs, nice. chili cheese dogs, corn dogs, fries, and drinks. It's going to be, uh, it's probably like their off-brand Nathan's. Probably so. Location. So, uh, next up on the list, we've got JB's Smokehouse Barbecue and Sports Bar, which may or may not be one of their. Oh uh, yeah, chain it's a pretty copies. common chain. Yeah. Okay. That's pro- I think actually that's the one that we ate at at uh, Magic Mountain maybe for lunch. Uh, might yes, be wrong. it was because I love JB's. Yep. <laughs> actually, uh, like they've it. got they've got pulled pork sandwiches, chicken tenders, nachos, salads, fries, mac and cheese, adult beverages, and everybody beverages. Nice. Oh yeah, and it's so uh, it's a uh, sit down too. So 
Mm-hmm. If you're needing that, JB Smokehouse. Uh, next, we've got Moose Burger Lodge. They've got burgers, chicken strips, and salads. And had a pretty sweet looking picture of some loaded fries on the site. So, yeah. Um, and then we've got Macho Nacho. One of the, uh, uh, this one I know is a copy, but it's a Mexican food option. So um, I'm going to give it a shout. And then uh, one one sweets option they've got is the World's Fair Fudgery. We've got homemade fudge, caramel apples, and more. Ooh, nice. Yeah, now I want some fudge. Now, one thing I will say just about the whole lineup of this Six Flags Park is like they have a lot of the co- the copy paste restaurants, and they're definitely the best choices. <laughs> Yeah, like the the chop six. You you mentioned not macho nacho. You mentioned JB's. Like those are the staples at like Six Flags parks that are like passable. Um, yeah. And then you have like Johnny Rockets that might be fine, I guess. But I don't know. I don't think I've ever eaten the Johnny Rockets either. I don't know what I remember. Like I don't really remember a whole lot of food consumption at Six Flags because food is not what really they're known for. Nope. Excellent. Well, thank you for highlighting the food, Jeff. I appreciate you. Yeah, um, always. Always appreciate it. Uh, I also appreciate your heavy research into the um, the history. I appreciate you uh, really going all out every week for us on that. And um, yeah, of you're just uh, an all-around good dude, so I appreciate it. Yeah. Do we uh... – so we we chatted a little bit about this previously. Do we want to do a, an opening weekend trip report? Oh shit! For uh oh yeah, for worlds of fun. So I know yeah. better. I've never. This was my first time ever going as a guest to opening day, and yeah. as an employee, I don't really remember it ever going super terrifically. Uh, so I don't know what I expected from being guests, but you know, we we gave it a shot. Um, actually, the opening day that looms largest in my mind was actually our year at Mamba. Yeah. And I had to sit at the entrance to the plaza because it was snowing to tell like two people over eight hours that the ride wasn't open. <laughs> that was a good time. I remember that. Yeah. Mm. So, but yeah, so uh, we got gold passes end of season last year. Right. They'll get into haunt and celebrate the 50th. I uh, was hoping for better showing with it being the 50th um so we didn't have to pay for parking obviously didn't have to buy a ticket to get in right um you know security seemed pretty solid as we were going through they were asking people to recheck if metal detector set off they were checking bags um then we got in um i don't really remember anything remarkable uh, update wise about the entrance plaza um, had an interesting run-in with a gentleman when I needed to run to the restroom who gave his <laughs> consent for me to watch him, and so I left. <laughs> uh, and then we went down the hill and hopped in line for the Sea Dragon, uh, and then we were like one or two loads away, and then it went down. So we were like, all right, well, let's go find something else to do because uh, we were a bit of on a timeline. Yeah. Uh, so then we walked up the hill uh, to go try and do Mamba. 
but well, it was like noticing that uh i hadn't seen it run once don't hear the chain uh then get up to with you, that that plaza and view and coasters and they have the whole area yes. marked off like you can't even like walk back to see monsoon yeah um, well that's 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 gonna be gone they're getting rid of it yeah yeah i'm i'm actually kind of bummed about that i like monsoon but it is yeah, what it is i did too um there's a good function between the two parks like yeah i i agree it's a bigger and loss for oceans of fun than it is worlds of fun to me but yeah that if was I, that also held a place in my heart as uh my last year at um camp snoopy mm-hmm. that was the like adult ride or the the you could go work? Plus ride that i could go work because <laughs> you could just look uh, and not touch anything underage yeah, yeah i was just load and load and lift i didn't ever operate um but uh, it yeah. was so yeah that was the one i spent the most time at outside of camp snoopy in t- 2007 um so i it, it carries a special weight um yeah, but i operated yeah, so, um oh yeah well, yeah one time i was when i was like working at nile they didn't have any panel operated people there so i got they're like who wants to learn panel because none nobody on their actual crew wanted to operate it which is hilarious so i went down and like my supervisor brought me food and i just operated a monsoon all day it, it was fun that's awesome i got trained took the test at the ride they passed me and just like all right operate it all day <laughs> <laughs> the the cool thing about that season too is um i had never really done haunt to that point and uh in 2007 whenever i'd go out and work out there the closest restroom was in the oceans of fun pavilion behind it mm. and this was up around haunt or like leading up to haunt yeah. i had to like they turned that pavilion into uh asylum island yeah uh at that point asylum island yeah um but they so I got to, like you had to to get to the bathrooms. You had to like weave through what they were building as they were doing it. So it was kind of cool to see like the progression over time of the the house being put together, mm. just so I could go to the bathroom. But <laughs> oh man, well shoot. Um, um, you have anything so else the, to say so, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, so a lot of the rides on the way there were closed. Uh, no, like none of the water rides were going. It was still pretty cool, uh, I assume. But they. Uh, did replace a lot of the fence around mm-hmm. Nile. Um, so it's still a similar style, but it's like new wood. Uh, okay. So that looked pretty clean. Um, one thing, well, uh, uh, one of the big negatives early on uh, after we found out Mamba wasn't open is the walkway between Mamba and Detonator is no longer going, as I understand it, is no longer <laughs> going to be a regular walkway for guests. So Terrible. if you're wanting to get between there, you're going to have to go through Europa. I've seen online that uh, that's the way the park was originally intended to be, which doesn't really strike me as a reason to keep it that way. Like it was convenient. There's not really a way around that. That's going to convince me that this is fine. That was kind of a dumb move in my opinion. So I agree. uh, After that, we cut through Europa, um, tried to get in line for taxis it stayed up, but we did not budge in line for 10 minutes. So we're just like, this is kind of pretty much turning out to be a waste of time. Uh, <laughs> Let's so get we, our time back. Yeah. Uh, taxis was the only ride running in Europa. Um, as we cut out the other side of Europa into Americana, to notice Timberwolf was also closed at that point. Um, oh, Ripcord was going 
Patriot was going. I don't know if it was doing two train or not. We didn't get in line for anything else. We just said, yeah. threw our hands up and we'll we'll try again later. Yeah. Um, and then Skyliner doesn't have its gondolas on it yet. <laughs> so, oh my god, they're they're killing it on the maintenance front. Uh, World's Fun Railroad also not running. Uh, Zambezi Zinger looks like it probably has about fifty percent, maybe slightly more than that, of its track actually done. So I don't know. Wow what the timeline of actually getting open looks like for them. Um, I could be wrong in my estimate, but that's terrible. I'd probably say like they'll be lucky to have it by July. Cause even after that, they've got to do all their testing. Yeah. So I thought they'd be I, shooting for Memorial day. At least I'm kind of pissed as a pass holder. If that's not true. I, I could be, I could be wrong and I hope I am, but like just based on all they have done, like it, it doesn't look promising to be probably until June or July, I think, is Damn. being nice. Um, Please get here this summer. If you're 50th, you gotta get it open, right? And it, so there, that was the other thing is I don't really feel like I didn't pop in any gift shops to check for any of the merch, but like overall in the park, didn't seem like there was a lot of marking for the 50th. Like I feel like yeah. that should be a bigger deal, especially that kind of a milestone. This thing's been open for half a century now. Like, do Let's something. See. It sounds like their uh, 50th won't actually be until a couple weekends from now when they actually open the park. So, mm, Well, <laughs> here's to hoping. Um, but yeah, overall, just kind of the general morale in the park was also not great. There was a lot of rides closed. A lot of stuff is, if it's running at all, was I think only running one train, um, which they, uh, I don't know why they do that opening weekend, especially on a Saturday. But... A Saturday of Easter. Like they... They obviously reached for this weekend and shouldn't have. Right. No, I, I think, and for obvious reasons that played out, they were just, it, it really kind of damaged my opinion of the park as a whole. And yeah. I can only hope also as a pass holder that this is not a recurring theme this season. So um, actually, I update as of earlier today, uh, Worlds of Fun did institute a chaperone policy. Nice. Um, so that is news. I, you know, I think it's overdue based on the behavioral stuff they've seen. But I get the frustration for like it feels like it's drastically dwindling the thing kids can do without supervision. Yeah, and it just sucks that like the the increase in incidents at the park has come to this. Yeah, and it, it's also on a bad weekend where it's like the opening weekend of your fiftieth, and it it was a perfect cocktail for a terrible day. You you reach for a weekend you weren't ready to be open. Um, it's a Saturday before a holiday, so more people are showing up, and uh, when a lot of those people are teenagers just going to have a good time on opening day. And no rides are open. I want to point that out. There wasn't anything fun to do. Of course they start fighting. Like, right. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I hope it uh, winds up more positive than it's been because I still have and will always have a special place in my heart for the park. But like, same. Like, it was next to unrecognizable on this visit based on yeah. what I've known the park could be in the past. So, bad, bad. All right. Well, hey, if you enjoy the show, we'd appreciate it if you gave us a review on Spotify or iTunes, whatever you're listening on. 
helps the show out, helps us get discovered. And we're starting to see our numbers go up. So you guys are actually doing this. I appreciate the rankings. You're the best. Thank you, listeners. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, and then if you, you loved our podcast, you definitely need to check us out online. Solo.to slash Coaster Cuzzies. That's S-L. Nope. That's S-O-L-O <laughs> dot T-O slash Coaster Cuzzies. Um, you can find our all of our socials on there. You can join the Discord. It's been popping lately. Uh, lots of fun things to talk about with strangers who like roller coasters. So you should definitely do that. There's a link to that in that um, in that website. And then as far as our next stop, um, still kind of to be decided. Um, we're definitely going to swing it back towards Bowling Green for um, the Kentucky Beach Bend. Um mm. We have possibility to kind of study Nashville a little bit and then Chattanooga. So we might do a little, uh, just do a Tennessee show. Um, and then we can look at uh, doing like Birmingham and Valdosta together, I think is what we'll do. So yeah, um, yeah it'll I look, be I look be forward fun. to seeing Branson East out there in Gatlinburg. <laughs> yeah, well, you've already, we already talked about that. So we're swinging back through Tennessee now. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. It's been a lot three years now. It has been. (laughs) We've been on this road trip for three years, man. And that was uh, about half a year ago. (laughs) Almost, you know. Well, they all run together, but uh, I'm happy to be here for it. It's a good time, man. Well, what do you say we put our seatbelts on and uh, hit the road, Jack? Stay fly, America. You know what to do.